Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Taria Kalani podcast. Today's podcast episode is a little impromptu, but it is definitely a subject that has been weighing heavy on my spirit to talk about with you guys. And I feel like um, I need to spread awareness in any way, shape, or form that I can. And my podcast is definitely the right platform to do so. Today's podcast episode is going to be about the killings of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, and many more that have been affected by police brutality. And so, yeah, if you're interested in this podcast episode, please keep listening. So first and foremost, before we even get into this podcast episode, I want to make it very clear that I am unapologetically Black. So if anything that I say in this podcast episode or just this podcast topic, period, offends you or is not um, of your liking, I just suggest that we just, you know, cut to the chase and you just, you know, maybe not listen to this episode. I don't want to sound harsh. I don't want to sound mean, but that's just the clear cut truth is that I'm not going to censor how I feel. I'm not going to censor my experience um, and I'm not going to censor the experience of my people for the likings of people that, you know, if it doesn't if it doesn't hit you the same way, then it's probably not for you to listen to. That's all I'm going to say on that. So, um, yeah. But anywho, I hope you guys have been staying safe with Corona, um, which makes this all of this even crazier for me to have to even have a podcast episode on this right now is that we're going through literally a pandemic and we're going through this. But I will say it's not surprising um, because racism doesn't stop in this country for anything. We've seen that over time periods. We've seen that over history. So, yeah. It doesn't surprise me, but it's just very saddening to me because the world is right now, the world is really suffering. The world is grieving loss, grieving just period. And for us as a country to have to be going through this and us as a people, black people, black communities to be going through this is just absolutely devastating, heartbreaking. Um, First things first, I just want to say RIP and long live um, the memory of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, um, and many others that were taken from us way too soon, way before their time, due to police violence, due to police brutality. Um, let me be real with you guys. I'm a little fed up. I'm a little tired, you know? Like, this is really impromptu, so I'm so sorry if I ramble. I'm so sorry if, you know, raw emotion comes out, but this is just... It's been weighing on my spirit heavy to speak on this, to use my platform to bring awareness to this, because the person I am in real life has to reflect who I am on every social media platform I have. And that's very important to me. You guys know that, you know, guys know I'm authentic. I'm genuine. Everything I do comes from the heart, comes from who I really am in real life. Nothing is a facade. Nothing is fake. Um... I just, I, <laughs> I know we all say this, but stop killing us. Stop. Stop killing us. Stop calling the police on us for heinous things, for little things. Stop doing that. You know what I'm saying? Stop doing that. I don't know if heinous was the right word. I'm so sorry. Um, I feel like I was on Law & Order episode for saying heinous. Wow. <laughs> Advanced. Um, but no, seriously, like, stop. Stop doing that. Stop it. Stop using your privilege to cause turmoil. That's literally what it is, turmoil in, in lives of black people. Okay, stop it. Um, use your privilege for the greater good, not for the bad. That's what I would say. 
So to kind of give background, if you guys don't know exactly what I am referring to, the most recent case is George Floyd, who was a man in Minnesota who was killed by a police officer from having the police officer had his knee on George Floyd's neck. Um, I think it all started over George Floyd was going to cash a check and whoever the clerk was thought that the or assumed that the check was bad and called the police on George Floyd, which um, went into the altercation. George Floyd said multiple times that he couldn't breathe. He called out for his mother. He said, please get off my neck just so I can breathe. And the officer did not um, comply with his request. And sadly, George Floyd passed away. So, yeah, Breonna Taylor was a woman um, who was sleeping in her home with her boyfriend when police fired into her home because they had a warrant for another house, um, which was not her house. They had a warrant and they ended up firing, firing into her house. But the sad thing about that is that the man that they were actually looking for was already in police custody by the time they got to her house. Um, Breonna Taylor's boyfriend shot back at the officers because they did not announce themselves and they just started shooting into his house. So he, you know, stood his ground and shot back. And they tried to um, charge him for shooting a police officer, but they have dropped the charges against him. And that was in Louisville. She was an EMT. And Ahmaud Aubrey was a man in Georgia who was jogging in a white neighborhood, well, predominantly white neighborhood. And two white men decided they did not like that and killed him. So, yeah, that is the background of what I'm talking about. Um, and that was in February. And Breonna Taylor's case was in March, March 13th, 2020, to be exact. All these cases were in 2020, to be exact. It's sad. It's really, it's just, I don't know what else to say. It's sad and it makes me angry. I think at this point I'm angry. Like I cried over it a bunch of times because I think of all of my uncles and I think of my aunts and I think of my cousins. Um, I think of my mother. I think of myself. I think of my friends. I think of everyone in my life who is black and that I love dearly and how God forbid it could be them. I think of just my family members who have had altercations with the police and how those situations have gone and how they could have gone super left, as in them being killed by the police, you know, but still that the altercation was even that, you know, heavy for how it did go. I think about that and I just, I get sad. Um, I get sad that there's still people that are making this about anything other than what it should be about, about racism in this country and about police brutality in this country, about how police officers are being trained in this country to um, respond to situations that include black men, black women, and black children. And people are making it about other things that to me is just irrelevant. Um, There was looting and vandalism that happened in Minnesota yesterday night due to the protesting and the marching of for George for George Floyd. Some people don't agree with it, some people do. For me, at first I did not agree because I just feel like, you know, I mean, still I feel like there's some places that shouldn't have been, you know, they shouldn't have been affected, but I get in the heat of the moment of everything, anything can go. You know what I'm saying? Anything can get can get hurt. Okay? <laughs> like I I get it and I get the intent. I get the anger, I get the rage. Um so, but at first I was just like, you know, wait, 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 what are we doing? But 
now in hindsight, I get the rage. I get the intent. I get, I get that the attention needed to be casted, you know. Um, Jay-Z said in an interview that, you know, at one point we were kneeling. That was cool. At one point we were silently protesting and, you know, I'm saying we were peacefully protesting and marching. That was cool. But what's next? What's next? What's going to get their attention? What's going to really get them to stop killing us? Um, and so I think that, you know, this was just a piece of that. It's not the end all goal. It's not the way to do everything, but it is a piece of that what is next question and the answer. I think what's imperative to note about all of this is just how our generation is tired. I think also what's imperative to note is, is that if you want change, you have to be the change. There is no, in situations like these, when it's literally life and death, there is no, you know, in between. There is no, well, I'm going to do some of this and stay back. No, it's either in or out. You know what I'm saying? And when I mean in or out, I mean, are you raising awareness in the ways that you can? Are you being an ally? Are you using your platform to speak up on these issues? Or are you silent? Are you just going to hang tight, hang back, but pick a side? You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't have everything. You can't, you know, speak on, you just can't. I just, that's my personal opinion, okay? My personal opinion. This whole episode is going to be my personal experience, opinions, as I've already said. I just feel like there's, you just have to be in or you're out, seriously. And that's whether you're a black person or whether you're non-black and you're an ally, either you're in or you're out, period, period. I think another thing that's been really shocking to me is just the silence from companies that definitely, definitely, definitely profit off of black culture and black bodies and everything that has to do with being black. I'm talking about Pretty Little Thing, Fashion Nova, TikTok, um, any other online major online boutiques, fashion boutiques that definitely, you know, they're, you go to their Instagram pages and just the aesthetic of their pages is black culture. You guys are tanning your models to look darker, okay? If we want to get into it, tanning your models to look darker, you know what I'm saying? Come on now. Why can't can't Karen be pale like she is? Why does she have to have this dark, dark, deep tan? I think women that um, sit there and say that they they love to date black men, where are you at? Are your voices being heard? Are Are you standing up for your beloved black kings? Because I am. I'm standing up for my beloved black kings. I am. Are you? Are you? And black kings, are you peeping that too? Are you peeping that? It's, it is it is totally okay. I'm totally for dating who you want to date. But would they stand on the front lines for you? That is what it comes down to. Just like if I were to date white men, Hispanic men, Indian men, Asian men. Are they standing on the front lines for me? Are they? Are they? If the hashtag said Taria Kalani... Are they staying on the front lines for me? If the answer is no, then it's a no-go for me and you, boo. And that's, that's just my personal opinion. That's how I feel you have to apply to things like this because it really does come down to that. When you are black, anything can happen. Anything. Anything goes. They do not care about our black bodies. That's what this should really show y'all. Your friends. They love y'all. That's your homeboy. That's your homegirl. Is she standing up for you? Is she raising awareness? Is she using her platform, you know what I'm saying, to bring awareness to things that affect you as a black woman, as a black man? Are they? Silence is everything to me right now. If you are being silent, it's everything to me. And that goes for my black 
peers as well. Do not think I'm not talking about you. There's a lot of black people I've seen that have been cricket. And I'm not saying you need to be sitting here as vocal as me because everyone's not that type of person. People are not as vocal as others. I get that. But you can't sign a petition. You can't share that petition. You can't you can't share a tweet. You can't share a post. You can't make a post. You can't do that. I know you're on Snapchat. I know you're on Twitter. I know you're on Instagram. You can't do that. But no, your selfie's more important right now. Kidding me? Are you kidding me? There was one girl today I saw. She was tweeting about how she wanted to get her hair done. Are you kidding me? No one cares about that right now. I think that is so insensitive. No one cares. I kid you not. I'm going to be real with y'all. No one cares about anything else right now. Not in the black community and not, a, and not in the ally community. No one cares. I promise you. So please, let's keep that off my TL. It, it's getting to a point where I'm about to start blocking people. But I'm just being for real. If you're, if you're black and you're not, you know, I'm not going to say you're not affected by it. But I get it. Some people... You know, this is everyone is affected by this differently, and everyone responds to these type of things differently. And I totally understand, and I'm totally with that. But you got, you got to, like I said, in or out, baby, in or out, in or out. Your social media life has to reflect your real life. It has to, because no one that is black is exempt from this. Nobody, nobody. I don't care if you live in the suburbs. I don't care if you live in the inner city. I don't care if you live in the country. No one is exempt from this. Nobody if you're black. And if you think you're exempt from this, then I'm sorry, but you're part of the issue to me as well. If you think that this doesn't apply to you or this will never apply to you or it has nothing to do with you or that's them and not me, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, no, baby. I'm not with that. Not with that. If you claim to be a friend of anyone that is black and this doesn't affect you, doesn't hit you, and I'm not saying it will hit you the same way it hits us, because of course it wouldn't. It's not something that directly affects you, but it directly affects your friend. And if you're not using any type of platform you have, and when I say platform, I mean social media. Like To me, social media is a platform of your own. If it has your name on it, it's your platform. I don't care what you do with it. I don't care if you post memes all day. It's your platform. If you're not using your platform to spread awareness and share awareness and share a spotlight on what's going on in this country that directly affects your friend, what kind of friend are you? What kind of friend are you? What kind of friend are you? Because, like I said, God forbid, but if it was your friend in that hashtag, if it was your friend in that video, would you wish you had spread some awareness then? Don't make it too late. Don't make it too late, y'all. That's what. That's just what I'm trying to say. Do not make it to be, oh, I wish, I could, I would, I should have. Uh-uh, in or out, period. In or out. Yeah, I just, I get really passionate <laughs> about that because I know so many people that will sit here and say, oh, that's my homie, that's my that's my girl, but are silent when things like this happen, and it's crazy. So that's not your homegirl 24-7, 365 days a year. That's what, that's what it comes to me, across to me as. That's not your homeboy 24-7, 365 days. He's not, oh. That's that's literally what it comes across to me because you're not even acknowledging, you know, something that directly affects your homeboy. And like I said, everyone is not as vocal as me. I'm not saying that you have to be. That's not that's not what I'm saying. So do not get it twisted and confused. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying with what you can do and what you're comfortable with doing, you should do. No question about it. No question about it. 
a person I really want to shout out is my sister Amira. Um, she is the best definition of an ally that I can think of. She's the best definition of a sister that I can think of. She's always on the front lines for my community, for her own community, the Muslim community. Love you. You know, I'm just going to shout you out. I love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you have done to prove, not even to prove, because you don't have to prove yourself, because it's just who you are. You are you are an embodiment of allyship. You are an embodiment of that. That is when you walk in the room, it's how you speak, it's how you stand, it's how you present yourself when someone first meets you. And to me, that is so admirable. It is. It's admirable to me. Um, I appreciate you. I love you. The message you sent to me. The other night, I will never forget. I will always hold close to me because it's exactly what I needed to hear. I needed to, I needed to know that someone feels my pain. You know, someone that's not in my community, but they feel my pain. They know, they feel it. And I want you to know I will fight for you like you fight for me and my people. I will always fight. You know what I'm saying? I will always come to your defense. Always. No question about it. No question about it. You need me. I'm there. I got you. Love you. Okay, let me not get emotional, man, because I get emotional about <laughs> things like that. Anywho, it's just important, you guys. Like, and and like I just said, like to send even a text to let someone know that you acknowledge what's going on to their people in their community in this country. Just a text means so much. It means so much. Things like that. So imagine if you were to be vocal. Imagine if you were to use your platform to spread awareness. Imagine that. Imagine that. And I feel like if you're a black person and you're not sharing awareness and you're not, you know, being vocal in some way, fashion, or form in which you feel comfortable in doing so, what's going on? I feel like that's weird. It's weird to me. It's really weird. And there's some people that feel like, oh, well, it's not aesthetically pleasing on my feed. <laughs> it's not aesthetically pleasing. Death is not. Murder is not. You're right. It's not. But it's what's going on in our country. But blatant racism is not pleasing, in quotes, either. It's not exactly pleasing either. But I'm going to be an advocate for it. And I, and I agree with people. There's people on Twitter that are saying, you know, the constant reminders, the constant videos, the constant hashtags, it can be a lot on your mental. And so I want to take this time to really tell all of you that are listening, please, if you need to, take breaks from this. Take little breaks here and there from it. You know what I'm saying? Let your mental rest because this can affect on your mental severely. Okay? So I'm not saying that you need to be do 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 all the time because it's just like, you know, the news covering coronavirus. It can be a lot on your mental. It can. And I've talked about it in my in my last episode about just taking the time to, you know, be mentally aware of the, the mental state that you're in and just taking time for yourself, you know, to get back into a mental balance. But, you know, when you get yourself back in check, you know, get ready. Be ready. Um, I think what's happening with the George, George Floyd protesters is amendable. And I think if nothing else, we should take away of the power they had. The power that they had. They turned a situation that most times, you know, gets flipped on our heads. They, they, you know what I'm saying, law enforcement takes the power away from us. No, they took that power. They had the power. They had it in their, their court. They had the ball in their court, and they kept the ball in their court. You know what I'm saying? And now the U.S. Department of Justice is looking into this. 
Now the FBI is personally looking into this case. That's that to me that's amendable and I think all over the country black communities need to look into this. Really, truly, they do. Um yeah, I think it's amendable. I do. I think what they're doing is powerful and I think it started a new wave of advocacy. I think it started a new wave of protesting and I think it started a new wave of just us as a community in this country. That's what I truly do think. Um, just a little something I do want to say is that I don't want black women to be erased from the conversation. And what I mean by that is oftentimes black women, we are forgotten in conversations like this, in conversations about police brutality. Um, we don't get as much media coverage and much um, we're not as highlighted as black men are. And and in me saying this, do not think that I, that they're, oh, well, black, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that one needs to get more coverage than other because we all, men, women, and children, black men, women, children, all need to get the coverage. That's what I'm saying. And I'm super elated that George Floyd is getting his dues, okay? He's getting his justice, I'm super late that Ahmad Aubrey is getting his justice, getting his dues. But I want Brianna Taylor to have the same. I want I want everyone to be just as enraged for Brianna as we are for George. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. I'm asking for black men to stand up for black women. I'm asking for that. I'm asking because we are black women are always on the front lines for you guys throughout history. We've always put ourselves on the front lines, always put ourselves between you know, what could hurt black men and the black man himself. We've always been there on the front lines fighting and being vocal and advocating for you all. Please do the same for us. Please fight for us. Please love us the way we love you. That's all I'm asking because we love you. We do. We would do anything to protect you. So please protect us the same. That's all. That's all I'm asking you guys. Um, But yeah, I just think Brianna Taylor's case just it stands out to me because how do you go to the wrong house and open fire? That woman will sleep in her bed. And not only, it's just sad to me because she she was a first responder herself. She's an EMT herself. What is going on? What is going on? And I think another thing that's really been bothering me is people that are saying, oh, well, not all cops are bad. You're right. All cops are not bad. All black people are not bad. All white people are not bad. All Everyone is not bad. (laughs) But for the good cops that we're speaking of, are they raising awareness? Are they holding the fellow bad officers accountable for their actions? Are they asking questions? Are they staying silent? Are they letting things happen? Are they, you know what I'm saying? What's going on with that? What is going on with that? What is going on with that? The officer that was in the video that was, you know, keeping people back, um, he was an Asian officer. I don't exactly know his name, so please forgive me for that. What, what, you were just standing there? You weren't going to tell him to get his knee off that man's neck? I'm sure maybe that, that man is a good officer. I don't know his life. I don't know. Maybe he's a bad officer. I don't know. But let's just say he is a good officer. The fact that you did not stand up in that moment and say, Mm-mm, that's excessive force. You don't need to do all that. The man can't breathe. He's asking you nicely he's he's been compliant this whole time get off his neck bro get off his neck you didn't do that 
You didn't stand, you didn't, you didn't do what you need to do in that moment. Hmm. Crazy. So that's what I'm asking. I'm asking if you are a good cop, you are a good officer. If your dad is a good officer, if your uncle's a good officer, are they holding the fellow bad officers accountable? Or is the brotherhood of the badge more important to them than, you know, saving lives? Is is the brotherhood of the badge more important? That's just what I want to know. You know? Um, yeah. <laughs> this is how I feel, you guys. I just feel like it's 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 a lot going on, and I hope that this is really the the revelation that we need, the wake up that we need. I hope that this is a revolution starting. Okay. Um. Yeah. But please, if you are out there protesting, please, 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 please stay safe. Um. When I mean stay safe, definitely protect all of your private information because they will find a way to find you. Okay. So if you are out there, please make sure that you're protecting all your private information, protecting your physical body, protecting, um, you know, people that came with you to protest, even people that didn't come with you. Just, you know, be safe. Stay safe. Um, I saw a thread about if you do get tear gassed, do not use milk. Actually use cold water. Um, so, yeah, stuff like that. Just get informed, you guys. Like, spread awareness. If And, if, and my thing is, guys... If you can't do anything at all, just spread awareness. Just do that. That that means so much. Just do that. You know, you see a tweet, share it. You know what I'm saying? You you see a petition or you see a change.org <laughs> petition, share it. Sign it. And you know, sometimes you can't you can't, you know, give money to the cause, but you can share it on your social medias for free. You can you can copy the link and put it wherever you want for free. So, um, yeah. So this is the end of this episode, and I'm going to name it No Justice, No Peace. No Justice, No Peace. And the first no's are actually, you know, like knowledge, K-N-O-W, and the second pair of no's are N-O. But you guys will see that. (laughs) Um, But I just think that's powerful, because if you know justice, then you'll know peace. But if there is no justice, then there will be no peace. Um, I just think that's powerful. But I just want you all to stay safe, whether it's due to corona, whether it's due to protesting, whether it's due to just senseless acts of violence that happen every day in this country, in our communities. I just want you all to stay safe. Know that you are loved. Um, if no one told you that today, I love you. Um, even the ones I kind of got on in this podcast, I love you. I appreciate you and I see you. For all my black brothers and sisters that might be scared in this time, I love you. I see you. We're in this together. We will make it through this. But just know this is the change that needs to happen for, you know what I'm saying, for an active change to happen in this country. I know this can kind of seem scary. I know this can be uncertain times, but it'll all make sense in the end. Um, just know that what we're doing now, we're doing for our kids like our ancestors of previous generations did for us. We're doing it for our kids and our kids' kids. That's what I do it for, at least. When I speak up, when I'm vocal, I do it for my kids so that they might, you know, live in a country or they might live in just a world that's safer and better for them so that when they go outside, I don't have to immediately fear for their lives and that, you know, they might not make it home, that they can just be kids and that they can grow to live happy lives and even 
when they're grown and adults that they will grow into old age and when they grow into old age that they will you know just live out their life the way God intended it to and not be cut short and not be cut early so that's who I do it for we all do it for different reasons but that's what I do it for and that's who I do it for I should say love you guys praying that everything you've been manifesting and um, affirming comes your way praying that you guys have a beautiful rest of your night and a beautiful rest of the week that is coming forth and I'm gone bye